You are listening to Melbourne Lights Church Weekly Podcast. All right. Yeah, Ethan and I are actually the uh, co-founders of a group called uh, Mullet Ministries, yeah, mate. that's the way. I don't know if you can tell, but it's uh, due to our awesome mullets. Yeah, mm. some more awesome than others, but hey. <laughs> hey, mullets are mullet, mate. I really look up to you, mate. So, uh, so Ethan, mate, how good are mullets? Oh, dude, it's, it's like... You know, the classic model of party up, sorry, business up front, party out back, you know? They're so efficient as well. I mean, like, I'm a, I'm a carpenter, so when I'm working out in the sun, you know, protects my neck from the from the sunburn, and they're just a gorgeous haircut. Oh, like, they're, just, oh, they're just awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, look, we're not saying everyone has to have a mullet, but I think you agree, help, Ethan, they can be helpful, like, oh, you, like you're saying. More yeah. ways than one, mate, more ways than and one. And I'm, I'm pretty sure Samson, in the Bible, had a mullet. I think I had a similar revelation this week, actually. Yeah, yeah awesome. I, I wouldn't be surprised, mate. It's a powerful yeah. record. You know, it's a secret source of strength <laughs> yep, and, and yep. courage. And um, and when he got his cut off, things went really badly for him. Why do you think mine's so long? <laughs> I can't cut it off. Well, that's it. So, um, and it's, you know, it's a really great conversation starter, too. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, I've had people say to me, what have you done to your hair? <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's really good. It's a, uh, it's a common response. <laughs> And what about for connecting with people, um, Ethan, the mullet? Oh, the mullet yeah. In all honesty, mate, it's, it's, been a, it's been a great ministry tool, I'll say. Like, I've had, um, sometimes i just be walking on the street and I'll hear someone yell out, Nice mullet, mate! And then <laughs> I'll, um, I'll turn around and somehow weave it into how much I love Jesus. Um, but yeah, it, it's just a great way to show that, you know, <laughs> Christians can have some wacko haircuts as well. Like, yeah, it's just, come on, it's bring awesome. it on. You know, in um, 1 Corinthians 9.22, Paul actually says... I have become all things to all people, that by all means I might save some. And I do it all for the sake of the gospel. So well done on the mullet, mate. Yeah, that's all the gospel. Yeah. All for the gospel. And then you take young uh, Joey and Sam Zanardo. They've taken a totally different approach, targeting a very different group of people to uh, mullet ministries. (laughs) You just have a photo up there. Yeah. It's uh, it's the um, reverse mullet. Exactly. um, Exactly. Look, they... Good luck to them. Like they, you know, they stepped out. They went still and did it. Courage, yeah, yeah. took a lot of courage. Great deal of courage. But they did find it was a little bit of a limited group of people that they were reaching yeah, out yeah. to. So, so they they changed things. They adapted, and um, and then they went to this. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Uh, so they've they've gone the skinhead approach, and and I understand they're reaching out to skinhead. Yeah, right? and um, it's fantastic. I mean, it works. I mean, I'd say they look like two peas in a pod, but I feel like two eggs in a carton is more fitting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but nevertheless, anything for the sake of the gospel. Anything right? for the sake of the gospel. That's what we're saying. And who can who can forget Paulie Myers' efforts oh, my to reach out to the clown and wizard communities? <laughs> I mean. It's certainly an attempt, whether it, uh, it'll strike fear into the hearts of people who are actually, um, you know, teaching t- for the sake of the gospel. That's, uh, that's under debate. But we love you nonetheless, Paul, and uh, appreciate yeah, the effort. Well done. Yeah, awesome. Well done, guys. Love it. Yep. So we want to challenge you all today. Find out a new way to connect to people so that they can come to know Jesus. Find out what your mullet is. Yeah. And get on it. 100%. 100%. Anyway, we probably should move along now. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Enough about mullets. So, um, yeah, today we're continuing the Radical Jesus series. Oh, yeah. 
How have you been finding the series oh, so mate, far? I absolutely okay. love it. I mean, just the title alone, there's so much power in, you know, because we're called to be like Jesus and study yeah. all the radical aspects of Jesus and who he really was and how he connected with different people on this earth. Oh, I think Fantastic. there's so much power in this series and it's, it's a privilege to be a part of it, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah, Gabby did a great job kicking it off oh, yeah. a couple of weeks ago with that scripture from 1 John 4, 17. As he is in the world, so are we. Yeah. So everything Jesus did is an invitation and permission for us to walk in oh, also. Yes. So, um, and then last Sunday, Mark did an outstanding job when he continued the Radical Jesus series, <laughs> where he talked about how Jesus came to reveal and restore us to the oh, Father, mm. which is so incredible that... Um, yeah, that father heart of God that, oh, that yeah, Jesus displayed so much. Yeah, yeah mm. incredible. So today, Ethan and I are looking at how this radical Jesus came to seek and save the lost. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty sure a whole heap of you just went, oh, that's why he's got Ethan there with him today. Would, would I be right, Ethan, in saying that, that this mission of Jesus to seek and save mm. the lost is something close to your heart? Oh yeah, it's um, it's definitely, especially you know, as I'm growing in my face stuff like that, it's it's definitely something that's becoming more and more like burning within my heart. But you're awesome. exactly right, man. I mean, it's you know, seeing people that are that are lost and walking in darkness really does you know, it, it hurts my heart. And so yeah. having um the ability to partner with with God and um really yeah. go out there and, and seek and save the lost, it's such a beautiful opportunity. And I, it'll Love something it. that'll um always keep me in shock and all of it. Beautiful thing, man. I love it. Yeah, that. fantastic. Yeah, well, let's um, go to that scripture again of, of um, 1 John four seventeen. As mm-hmm. he is in the world, so are we. You know, as we get a revelation of who Jesus is, we get a re- revelation of who we are. Oh, yes. And as we behold him, we become like him. Mm. Yeah. And um, like Gabby said before, too, of... You know, when Jesus left this earth, it's like he said, tag, you're, you're <laughs> yeah. it. You know? I, I love the way of putting yeah. it as well. Like. And he, um, you know, because he said, first he said, I am the light of the world. Jesus mm. said, I am the light of the world. And then he said, you are the light yeah. of the world. So it's yeah. like, he's he's passed that, that the baton. Yeah. Yeah, 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 100%, man. So, um, and we're the salt, yeah, light of the world and salt of the earth as well. Oh, yeah. But he didn't. The good thing is he didn't just leave us to do it in the power of our own strength. And, Thank goodness. Um, he left us an incredible Holy Spirit Ooh, yeah. who, um, who we can partner with and he empowers us mm. to, to do what he's called us to do. Yeah. And honestly, that the Holy Spirit, we're talking about our mouths giving us power before, but realistically, it's yeah. the Holy Spirit. You know yeah. I mean? It's such a beautiful thing. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And um, so as disciples of Jesus, we can look to what Jesus did and said on the earth to see what we are to do, what we are to do. Mm. And because Jesus' mission is to seek and save the lost, it's our mission too. Yeah, Yeah. 100%, mate, 100%. And it's not about age, like we're not the same age, (laughs) and there's even the young kids get involved as well, and it's awesome, and older people, there's no, um, it's across all generations. Yeah, 100%. And... um, I love, I love that so many. Wow, how exciting today to hear that, you know, three people this, oh, this yeah, week got beautiful, saved as well. Beautiful. And there's so many of us now really living this out and more and more stepping out. And, oh, it's great and how see. fun is it too? It's like oh, an adventure, right? It's, it's, it's awesome, man. Like, yeah. I, I'd consider it, you know, like a, like a, you know how you get those activities on red balloons? I'd put mystering and like um, telling people about Jesus on there. It's just so much <laughs> yeah, fun. Fantastic. I love it. Yeah, awesome. So good. So let's take a look at the Bible. Um, to see where it talks about how Jesus came to seek and save the lost. So if you can turn with me to Luke 19, 1 to 10. 
I didn't actually have this ready to go. <laughs> it's all part of the Just so you can hear some flicking of pages for all the <laughs> old school Bible people out there. Yeah. Uh, it's good. Um, Luke 19, 1 to 10. Mm. So Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He mm. wanted to see who Jesus was, but being a short man, he could not because <laughs> of the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. Mm. All the people saw this and began to mutter, he's gone to the house He's gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor, and if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I'll pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and save what was lost. Mm. Oh, how awesome is that? Oh, I was actually reading Matthew this morning and I was reading, um, you know, I was trying to look over some verses where Jesus actually, you know, actively sought out the lost. And one, one common theme I found is how much his heart went out to, yeah. you know, um, the tax collectors and the prostitutes and the simple people of this day. And it was um, it was because they were so willing and ready to receive where the yeah, people that were so wow. self-righteous had all this, um, you know, yeah. I guess stuff in their head about religion rather than relationship. And yeah. people like Zacchaeus who were willing to lay everything down. And uh, yeah. I think that's one of the key aspects of why Jesus had such an amazing heart to the lost yeah. because they were so willing to accept him. Yeah, beautiful. Fantastic. Mm. Yeah, just looking back at that, that that passage of scripture, I guess, Jesus, you know, in verse one, one, Jesus was actually passing through. He was he was busy on his way to somewhere yeah. else. And um, how often are we busy on the way to somewhere else, but God wants us to stop and be interrupted and yeah. go after the lost, 100%. you know? Uh, this is this this happens every week at the moment. We have our discipleship <laughs> group that meets at Seven Eleven because of restriction. Yeah. It's pretty hilarious. Ethan lives this out. He's he's ready to be interrupted in the middle of a discipleship <laughs> group. That's fine too. So, what what was it this week? It was a because um, because we're on Zoom. You can see he's had Seppo and me are in one car, and mm. and Ethan's in the next car at Seven Eleven, and you see you see Ethan's head going like this out the window. <laughs> And and he and he goes like something like oh sorry guys I just saw a biker I've got to go I've always wanted to pray for a biker <laughs> yeah. oh. so he bolts out the window and then we keep going with things and he comes back and updates us it's fantastic yeah. but can you tell us some some other uh, some other examples of where you've been interrupted to go yeah. after the last well I mean I mean whether I tell myself I'm too busy or actually I am busy is one thing but I mean um, I remember I remember one time I was um. I can't remember where I was. I think I was coming home from a really, really long day at work. Um, and I was just driving and I saw this bloke at the bus stop. And I, you know, I was like, I felt that, that, that yearning in my heart. Wow. So I was like, okay. And at first like, I drove fast and did the typical thing. I was like, nah. So I turned around um, and I wound the window and said, hey mate, like, um, do you need a ride anywhere? And he's like, no, I'm just going to catch the bus. And I was like, come on, man, hop on, hop on in. Ministry machine coming in clutch. Um, and so then he jumps in the car and he was crazy thankful. He was like, man, like I really appreciate this. And, you know, I looked at him, did the classic, mate, I'm a Christian, it's what we do. Yeah. Um, and so as we were talking, like he was asking like questions about um, my religion and my faith and stuff like that. I think he was, um, he was like a, a, a mix of 
Russian and um yeah Russian and um Afghan wow. but um and yeah so, so I ended up dropping him off at the at the Dandenong station but he was so incredible th- incredibly thankful I mean awesome. that's just one incident constantly um yeah. constantly I'll be going somewhere and I feel this yearning in my heart and wow. it's just a constant reminder to not let the busyness of life stop yeah. us from what we're actually called to you know and constantly um constantly seek out what yeah. Jesus could be calling us to sort of and thing. it's that thing of being having ears to hear what Holy Spirit's oh, yeah, saying 100%. too right of just being ready to oh, yeah. ready to go yeah beautiful thing of awesome. partnering with him mm. yeah fantastic and the other thing about um, Zacchaeus we saw there that he wasn't popular among his people right he was <laughs> he was seen as a traitor to a lot of the, yeah. the people that were whinging and, and a <laughs> sinner you know but um, it, that didn't get in the way of Jesus coming to where he was mm. and maybe even maybe even eating food that had been bought with money that Zacchaeus had cheated out of and by not judging him and instead embracing Zacchaeus, the end result was Zacchaeus was radically saved and oh, yeah. he gave away half of his possessions to the poor and paying Which paid back a lot. Yeah, like, and he paid back four times what he what he owed. Yeah. You'd be you'd be pretty happy if you if he owed you something yeah, that day, wouldn't it's you? It's like an investment sort of thing. Like Yeah, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, so it's really good. Mm-hmm. But Ethan, um, oh, how good is Jesus? Right? Oh, it, it, it's something that I'm constantly, constantly being amazed by. I mean, it, it just, and I mean, you know, someone who's, who's been a bit lost before, seeing his heart for the lost and seeing yeah. how much he drives connection. And to everyone that's listening today, it's the same sort yeah, of thing. Absolutely. I mean, no matter where you are, no matter what you've been through, Jesus cares so much individually for you. I mean, yeah, it, you could be lost, caught up in things that, you know, you're not even proud to admit to yourself, but Jesus is still yeah. so willingly there for you. Right. I mean, his heart truly goes out for you. He doesn't, he doesn't look at you with a disgusted mm. eye like society might be. He's pretty yeah. much standing there with open arms oh, saying, you know, come give me a hug. And it's just this constant thing that um, I'll always get new revelations on because it's so mind-blowing to me that someone can truly love us that yeah. much. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. It's amazing. It changes everything, doesn't Ooh, it, yeah. when you get that revelation of how much he loves yeah. us. Yeah, fantastic. And, you know, Jesus was... Like people were down on him, calling him friend of sinners, but he yeah. didn't, he didn't mind that, right? Exactly, like he, he took us, you know, like he actually yeah, owned I'm, it, right? I'm a friend yeah. of sinners, <laughs> and he, um, yeah, because he took time to get amongst people that were socially unacceptable yeah. at the time, right? Mm. Um, he didn't he didn't get offended by by the title; he was fine with it, and, and it's a challenge for us too, not to get too hung up on what's socially acceptable. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, can you tell us of a time where maybe you did something that could be considered Socially unacceptable for the sake of the gospel. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally every day. I mean, for probably one of the one of the the biggest ones that you guys might might know of is where I stood up on a train oh, and um, and started preaching the gospel. That was still it was such a highlight in my life. And I mean, even constantly at work, like I'm always um I'm always getting you know called different sorts of nicknames for worldly part um worldly activities that I don't participate in. Yeah. You know, they'll try and get me with a nickname. I go sweet, I'll take that nickname, and they're. <laughs> Um, they're always trying to find like different ways to trip me up but yeah, yeah. I, I've been in you know situations with mates and friends that you know aren't so worldly and um, just making that conscious decision to not partake in some things that you know aren't beneficial sure. to myself yeah. in my relationship with Jesus yeah. um, you know that they see as socially unacceptable and then all of a sudden comes you know all this peer pressure and stuff sure. but man I, I'm happy to sacrifice something like that for the sake of the gospel you awesome. know yeah. <laughs> um, keep yeah. the mindset up all about Love looking it. for the eternal not the, the short term sort Fantastic. of thing but yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's what Jesus talks about being in, well, we're called to be in the world and not, not of, of the world, it, exactly. the world right? Yeah, so, 100%. Fantastic, yeah. What about you, Dave? Have you had a, like a time in your life where maybe, oh, I guess it's a constant thing as well, but one that really stands out where maybe um, 
You know? Yeah, well, I guess in terms of socially unacceptable, one that one that stands out is a few weeks ago, I had to um, fix an intercom at a brothel of all places. <laughs> yeah. for, I, love, so, I love that. And, um, and I ended up praying for the lady there and she, I ended up putting um, some business cards, mm. you know, the hope cards. I asked <laughs> yeah. her, I gave her a hope card and asked if I could pray for her for anything. Mm. And then I said, well, look, would you mind if I put this little business card holder with some hope yeah. cards, put it on the counter there? Mm. And she was fine with that. So, you know, it's... It's just about being, I don't know. Yeah. Open, I guess, yeah, Not, to yeah. different opportunities. Just seeing everything, yeah. you know, what, no matter what it is, no matter how you know, mm. inappropriate it might <laughs> yeah. seem, to see it as a way of mm. reaching out to people. And because and God's heart, Jesus' heart is for the lost. Yeah, know? 100%. I mean, again, man, massive props to you. I mean, like actively <laughs> displaying the gospel in a place like that. Like that's just, that, that's <laughs> sick to hear about, mate. I love it. Uh, awesome. Um, yeah, and there's so much more in the Bible about about God's heart. Oh, yeah, the lost. it's you know, everywhere. Yeah. The, in Luke 15, Jesus actually tells three parables straight after each other. Um, the parable of the lost sheep, um, when Jesus talks about leaving the 99 yeah. to go after the one. I yeah. love that picture. Yeah. Oh, I read it this morning again. Oh, and it's, awesome. Yeah, like oh, it's a beautiful thing to know that like you could be that one lost sheep. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like, you know, there could be like hundreds, thousands of people in the church, but Jesus would still like seek after you, like that one lost yeah, sheep. Yeah, that's his heart. Again, it's a beautiful picture. Yeah, mm. beautiful. And straight after that, he talks about the parable of the lost coin, where, <laughs> yeah. where a woman has 10 coins and she loses one. And she searches carefully. It says mm. she searches carefully till yeah. she finds it. And that's God's heart is always that he's searching and, and yeah. seeking out the lost. Um, then there's the parable of the lost son, which we all know really well, the prodigal son. Yep. Um, you know, where a son... Yeah, leave, well, I won't go into it. You can look it up if you want to, <laughs> yeah. Luke 15. Um, but for all three of those, there's a huge celebration and there's partying at the end when, yeah. when the lost is found. Yeah. Ooh. And, and that's what we talked about this morning, even talking about those three people that, that gave their hearts to Jesus. It yeah. says in the Bible that all of heaven celebrates when that happens. So what oh. what an awesome thing for that to happen. And yeah. what, an, what an awesome thing to be part of that happening. Yeah, 100%. You know? we, like, God loves us so much that we get to be involved yeah. in in seeing others come to know Exactly. Him. I mean, to, to try and put it in a worldly perspective, it's almost like the, the Prime Minister of Australia like came to you and like you know helped you to ask him like, Sorry, yeah, he, he asked you to help him with like some of his errands or like um, stuff like that. But it, it's this, I mean, in a worldly perspective, so many of us can think, wow, that's awesome. But that's really what it's like in, in, in a kingdom thing, but on a like way bigger scale. Yeah, I mean, for sure. God created the universe, the stars wow. and everything in it. And he wants Mate. to partner with us as individuals to help him do his. Love it. Oh, it's, it's, it's just amazing. Yeah. Um, and so, Ethan, Ethan, do you think as disciples of Jesus... That we're all called to seek and save the lost. Oh yeah, I mean, it's um, this is some of us um, some of us um, it might be something we struggle with a bit more, but it's vi- like it's very clear that in, in scripture, you know, we're called to to make disciples of all nations. Yeah. You know, as our church keeps saying, it's disciples who make disciples. Yeah. And I mean, we've all um, we've all got this call in our lives. So yeah. it might look different to different people. Absolutely. Um, and and the way that you do it, I mean, I, I've got sort of more a gun gun ho approach where I see a bike and I'm like, yeah, let's tell him. Um, Love it. But, but yeah, some people it might be a um, yeah. But at the end of the day, I think we all are definitely called to be disciples and make disciples. Um, and yeah, as we do, kingdom expands, and uh, we get to see awesome. uh, heaven on earth grow, which is fantastic. Again, it's just awesome. 
So we don't all have to have mullets then? No, no. It certainly does help. I would highly recommend. Um, would highly recommend right. getting a mullet. But, but you um, don't have to, yeah. Yeah, right. don't have So, to. Annie, don't worry. You, you don't have to get a mullet. Although, right. although, I would pay good money to see you with a mullet. Let that be known. All right. Yeah, but like you said, we want to be we want to be disciples that make yeah, disciples 100%. of Jesus, right? Mm. It's great to be inspired by others and to learn from others, but we don't we don't have to duplicate others, right? Oh but, yeah. yeah, I mean, man, <laughs> like each of us are, a, are a, we're in our own sort of box, sort of thing. I mean, the, the, when people find out I'm a Christian, they look at my mullet and they hear yeah. my accent, so they're sort of blown away because I don't fit into the normal box of what they expect a Christian to be like. But yeah. it's awesome. I mean, the more whacking wild Christian you are, the more it, it expands their horizons. Absolutely, sort of so, yeah. Really. Yeah. Messes people up. That's exactly. Good. <laughs> a good one. And um, David, mate, what's our what's our saying? Oh, at Mullet Ministries. Ministries here. Yeah, we have this saying, don't we? Yeah, yeah we do. All right. Yeah, it goes fully you, you full of him, fully sick. sick. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Oh, we, uh, love it, we love it. That can be the promo for next week, mate. <laughs> but, but like like you were saying, God's given every one of us unique personalities and passions and gifts and circles of friends. He's called us all, all of us to partner with him yeah. and be led by him in seeking and saving the lost. Mm. I mean, obviously, it's Jesus that saves. We, yeah. don't, we, don't, we can't save We're anybody ourselves, messenger. right? Yeah, 100%. But we partner with him yeah. to see him save. Yeah, it's almost like a postman sort of thing. Like, if a postman delivers you, like, this awesome, like, gift, I mean, you thank the person that the gifts come from. Yeah. The postman is sort of like, cheers, but the main, we're like the postman. We're just delivering yeah. this awesome gift that God's prepared for each and every news, one of us. Right? It's, yeah. the, it's good news, the gospel. Yeah, that's the best news the, ever. The, the right? translation yeah. of the gospel was like came from the Greek, like good news, and it, it really is. It's just it's just awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, Ethan. What a lot of us love about you is what a passionate guy you are. Right? You give everything two hundred percent. You're passionate for Jesus. You're passionate for the lost. You're passionate about your hobbies. Your business, you've got a business making knives <laughs> and all sorts of other things, I'm sure, that I haven't... Oh, I just heard about your poetry today. <laughs> I didn't know that before, but... Um, and you're passionate about your four-wheel drive. Oh, the ministry the machine, The ministry mate. machine. That's a whole other thing in of itself. Fantastic, Ooh. yeah. So can you tell us about a time where you've been able to use one of your passions mm. as, a, as a bridge... For sharing the gospel with yeah. someone. I mean, like, as I just said, the ministry machine, the reason yeah. I love that name Triple is... Triple M, right? <laughs> yeah. Mullet, mullet ministry. Yeah, when I was tossing yeah. up between names, it was the mullet mobile and the ministry machine. We went more towards the ministry machine. Um, but, like, that car especially, like, when I'm showing people my car and I tell them it's called the ministry machine, it, you know, drops a little seed that gets them to yeah. ask more questions. But even picking up people from the bus stop in that car or I'm um, just, like, going for drives and people and just chatting about, you know, Jesus and... Um, what he's been doing in my life I mean that's been such a such an amazing thing love and I, I really do feel like there's an, an anointing on this yeah. car and I love it um, but even even with my work I mean I always seek to glorify God in what I do and I'm well really done. trying to get my head around this whole you know what it means to be like what it looks like to be a Christian in the workplace Fantastic. and I mean um, yeah, just just doing the, the best I can sort of thing. I love the fact that Jesus was a carpenter, and, and, and I'm, as yeah, I'm a carpenter, I sort of like to imagine like Jesus looking down and he's sort of looking at my work. Oh yeah, good job, mate. Fantastic. Sort of thing. So um, yeah, I mean, but in everything I do, I always try to try to find some sort of aspect. Whether I'm watching a movie, um, I'm looking for a, a spiritual aspect. Um, but yeah, it, it's Fantastic. just a constant thing, I guess. Yeah, what what a great encouragement for all of us to to take things that we're passionate about and use them as a bridge, you know, yeah. to connect with others and to carry the gospel to others. Mm. It's all about connecting. So yeah, you, you know, your passion might be fishing or knitting or sport <laughs> yeah. or, or whatever. You know, let's just go for it with what, oh, that's what, what it's we about, have. mate. What it's yeah. about. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. fantastic. I just wanted to, I might just skip ahead a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so a few weeks ago, I was, um, I read that well-known scripture, Ask, Seek, and, oh, that passage, Ask, mm. Seek, and Knock, yeah. in Matthew 7, um, 7 to 12. So I'll just read it out for you. It says, um, Ask, and it will be given you. Ooh, yeah. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Yeah. He who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be open. Yeah. And I think often we, we read that passage from, from the point of view of, oh, yeah, this is what I need in my life. Like, God's telling me to ask for what yeah. I need. And there is an aspect of that mm. for sure. Like, that's not wrong to, to do that. Or we think about it as something to encourage people who don't know Jesus. Well, you know, if you ask, if you seek, yeah. if you knock, you'll find, which is also true. 100%. But when, as I read it recently, yeah, I felt the Holy Spirit sort of prompting me to, to look at it from the point of view of... Of um, of going after the lost from the perspective yeah. of us going after the lost. Mm. You know, if we ask the Father for opportunities to reach out to people, yeah. He'll give them. If we seek after the lost, we will find them. Yeah, 100%. If, if we knock on the doors of hearts, they will be opened mm. to us. And, and I mean, that's a promise that Jesus makes. I mean, if, you, yeah. if you're looking to who's going to keep a promise, Jesus is your yeah, God. Like, exactly. if, if he makes that, he'll keep it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, if you ask, you will receive. So yeah. be careful what you ask for. Fantastic. And um, just going even a bit deeper into the ask there, in, you know, Matthew nine thirty seven, Jesus said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ooh, yeah. Ask the Lord of the harvest, yeah. therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. And how related to the lost is that? I yeah. Mean, and and it, it's cool because it's he's, he's telling us to ask for it, but we can be the answer to that asking yeah, as well. You know, right? He's yeah. saying... Yes, we can. We can be asking for more workers to be raised mm. up, but we can. We can say, "Yes, here I am. Send me. I'm. Yeah. I'm one of those." Oh, there's so you know? much power in that. Yeah, just, yeah. just just declaring that, I guess. And then you look at the word "seek." Mm. In Matthew six thirty three, Jesus says, "But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all yeah. these things shall be added Ooh, unto yeah. you." And and it comes after talking about being worried about food and worried about clothing, mm. where to live, that sort yeah. of stuff. But seek first the kingdom. And what could be more kingdom than going after the lost? You're exactly you know, right. So mate. as we exactly. seek the lost, that is kingdom, you know. Yeah. As that's God's heart. And mm. I've even said it, you know, running a small business, I've had times where I've I've given in to worry and anxiety, thinking, you know, what am I doing with this? Yeah. And, but when I when I then get my eyes on Jesus and then start seeking the kingdom, even in the day-to-day working, doing what I'm doing, mm. he's taking care of the rest. Suddenly, yeah. you know, orders will come in, opportunities mm, come up, whatever. keeping him in the center, and, um, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. And then knock, of course. Um, <laughs> Jesus in Revelation 3.20 said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And I think we've got an image to put up there as well. It's um, just an, another... Um, yeah, so it's it's... A picture of Jesus, and you can you can see the handle is actually on the inside of the door. Yeah, there. and um, this is like a uh, evangelism tool that we, you might get to hear about later, or you might yeah, have yeah. heard about already. But um, it's it's a it's a beautiful picture of of Jesus being at, at the door and knocking. But mm. you've the door is on the handle's on the inside. he's, yeah. he's not going to bash the door down. Yeah, 100%. we still have to to open the door to receive him. Yeah. So maybe maybe you're listening today and you haven't haven't given your life to Jesus. And that that's part of it is even you watching this today is 
is Jesus knocking on the door of your heart. Yeah. And, and you can respond with that handle from the inside Ooh. and say, yes, Jesus, I want to make you Lord of my exactly. life. Exactly, yeah, 100%. Fantastic. And, um, you know, so Jesus is our role model. We're, we're disciples of Jesus. We partner with Jesus mm. as we ask, seek, and knock. And Jesus still asks the Father. He intercedes on our behalf. Jesus yeah. still seeks out the lost. Mm. Jesus still knocks on the doors of hearts. Yeah, and it's great to see. And I mean, um, you know, the, the main sort of sort of passion and drive I have, I have out of doing this is, yeah, going from that place where I was mm. lost and seeing what Jesus has been able to do in my life. I mean, yeah. it, it hurts me knowing that people can go their whole lives without knowing yeah. what Jesus could do in their lives. So out of that revelation of, you know, who awesome. Jesus is to me, what he's done in me, and me wanting others so desperately, really to yeah, experience that, that that's where it comes from i mean it's the whole saying a painted on fire never warmed anyone i mean oh, th- th- wow. there's a real like sort that. of yearning yeah. and, and burning inside my heart for people to experience what i've experienced and yeah. you know more of, of what the father has for them um and so yeah just um you know if, if you hear a knock and don't don't be afraid to open that door because holy moly there are some yeah. amazing things that lie Fantastic. on the other side awesome um yeah so Skip through a whole heap of stuff. Yeah, yeah so. we're definitely talking a bit. Um, no, it's good, it's good, it's good. So, yeah. oops. So I might just, um, I might just go to this last clip. Is that all right? Yep, we'll do the, um, I, I watched this news story um, recently and it, it just really stuck out to me. Uh, a couple of things I felt like I was saying through it. So yeah, let's mm. just watch this short uh, news clip. Room after room blackened by flames. This is what Jack Monaghan faced when he ran inside a burning Brabham home. The schoolboy risking his life to save a stranger. You could smell in the smoke the damage that it was causing. So I then knew, like, at her age especially, she needed to get out of there. The 16-year-old was out walking on Monday night when he saw smoke. She was, like, screaming, like, help, 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 someone help me, please. And she was crying and, you know, I could hear, like, the fear in her voice so I knew that she needed help and no one else was around. Home Alone 12 year old Dakota Drew. I told her that her and her dog needed to get out because it wasn't safe. I wouldn't probably not have got out if he didn't knock on the door. The pair made it out with one dog but another was still trapped. The year 10 student running inside for a second time as the inferno erupted. I kind of stood back and then put my shirt over my face and then tried to go in to help this dog, Um, but I felt like I was gonna pass out. For 15 minutes, he fought the blaze with a garden hose. The flames were like meters out of the windows and that windows were exploding, as you can see, like all the rubble that's came out. The cause of this mass destruction is deceivingly small. An outdoor security camera, which had been on charge in the front room, when its battery exploded. The pair reuniting at the scene of survival. I was so surprised that um, he'd risk his life to save mine and try to save my dogs. Despite the brave act, Jack Monaghan doesn't consider himself a hero. I'd like to think that anyone else that was put in my position would do the same thing. Mia Edgerton-Warburton, Nine News. Yeah, how awesome was that, eh? What a legend. I mean, some heroes wear capes, others, you know, wear mullets. (laughs) Um, But the motors are still the same. Love it. Yes. No, and... um, How good was that? Like, it just really spoke to me of, of, of us as Christians, you know. It's almost like we're like Jack. Yeah. We're, we're walking past the, 
houses that are on fire, yeah, really. If we believe that people yeah. are going to hell if they don't know Jesus. Yeah. Right? That's what we believe, Anna. And we, you know, we're walking past people every day. Yeah, 100%. And he, he like, the girl said on that clip, I would mm. probably not have got out if he didn't knock on the door. Yeah, 100%. And, and, so, and although it's scary because it, it's, a, it's a burning house, I mean, you know, yeah. like we could think about what could go wrong or we could think about, you know, what could go right and go for it. Yeah, something. exactly. Love that. Yeah. Mm. And, yeah, so it's... And even what he said as well, he said, I'd like to think anyone else that was put in my position would do the same thing. Be- yeah. you know, typical response from a, a, a real hero. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. But, in the mullet. but it's, it's like us. You consider what position we're all in, right? Mm. We're, I'd like to think all of us in that position would do the same. We are in that position. Yeah. You know, We are 100%. in that position where we can reach out to people mm. and we can rescue them. We can be part of rescue. Yeah. It's Jesus that saves. It's Jesus that rescues. But yeah. we can be part of it. We can be the ones knocking on the door. Yeah, we literally. Can, um, Whether it's on fire or not. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. So let's ask, seek and knock, you know. Mm. I love, um, I love so it. let's ask for heart for the lost. Let's ask for opportunities to talk to others about Jesus. Mm. Let's ask for the workers to be sent out into the harvest and then be ready to say, here I am and send yeah, me. Yeah, literally. You know? So and let's seek. Let's be ready to be interrupted. Be on the lookout for people to talk to. Be prepared. Take hope cards. Take yeah. money in your pocket to be able to bless someone. Yeah. Um, say hello to people, and seek the kingdom ultimately is mm. what is what we're seeking. And and let's be ready to knock as well. So and that knocking might look like, can I pray for you? Or yeah. I feel God wants you to know He loves you. Yeah. Or can I share the three circles with you? <laughs> like you know, can I give you this hope yeah, card? 100%. Whatever it is. Um, yeah, cool. Yes, yeah, so sometimes we can go out with a bit of a flicking and be like, hey, and like really go for it as well. It doesn't have yeah. to be like a, a cute, timid sort yeah, of exactly. life, but yeah. We- and that's part of why God's made us all different. Exactly, too, yeah. I, I tend have- to take the more flicking approach. Yeah, I love um, that. But yeah. <laughs> doesn't have to be everyone. So. Yeah. Awesome. So let's, um, yeah, let's really step up and step out, you know. It's, um, yeah, let's find what works for us and let's do that. You yeah, know, ask Holy Spirit to, mm. to, to find out what, what's your way of connecting. What's your mullet, you know? Yeah, let's exactly. <laughs> do that, you know, mm. and let's partner with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Let's be, be loved as well. Yeah. I love that saying, be loved so we can be loved. Oh, I love that. Um, I love that. Yeah, because that's, that's mm. the best testimony is when we really know that we are loved by God, that just comes yeah, out. Yeah, it's the anyway. outflow sort of thing, like the yeah. overflow. So we're not having to remember wines or something. We're yeah. just... Be who you are. You exactly. Know? And just another thing I wanted, I fell on my heart to put in there. It, it's not about being fearless and having no fear, but yeah. I feel like it's more about weighing up that fear. About, yes. you know, I, I heard this saying though, that fear doesn't stop death, it stops life. Um, and about wow. how so often we let fear hold us back. Um, but, you know, I, I'm still full of fear. I mean, when I, when I went to preach in that train, it, I was shaking afterwards. But, but what got me to actually do it was weighing up, you know, that fear awesome. and, and the reward and saying, you know, this is for a God who I love and serve. So yeah. it's not about being all fearless, but it's just about yeah, choosing, right. choosing love over fear sort of thing. Love it. Mm. Fantastic. Thanks. Can you pray for us, Ethan? Oh, happily, mate. Happily. Mm. Father, uh, I just thank you. I thank you so much for, for everyone that's watching right yes, now, Lord. Father. But yes, most God. importantly, I thank you for your radical son, Jesus, Father. Yes, I thank you for Jesus. his radical heart for the lost, Father. I thank you that um, 
he was able to go out and he was able to um to to, to seek and save the lost father yeah, from so. all different um all different walks of life father whether they were demon possessed or or sick or living in sin father mm. you were able to, to yes. seek and, and and hunt them down father Thank and bring you, them into your kingdom father and, and i pray that everyone that's watching today father will have such a revelation of how deeply you desire connection yes, with them Lord. father yes, and i pray Lord. that um i pray that out of this um out of this revelation of who you are and who you can be in so many people's lives father that you will um you'll bless them so abundantly father as they go out as mm. they um um not fearlessly father but a, a, as they obediently step yes. out and step into everything Thank that you, you've Lord. got for them father i pray that their hearts will grow so much more on fire and, and in love for you father father yeah. that is my ultimate prayer that um people will love you more and more as they go through this life and step more and more into everything you have planned for them father awesome. i thank you so much for this opportunity thank and i you, thank Lord. you so much that you um that you're a good good god who cares for each yes, and every one of us father. so deeply father wonderful thank mm. you lord amen amen <laughs> awesome wow what a joy <laughs> how good was that loved it that has to be uh, you never get so many messages before that this is the best live yeah. stream ever <laughs> <laughs> oh so it's classic i, I love it there well was done. a classic well line from um Dave's son Jordan, because it turns out like as Dave and Ethan join together, Dave's inner bogan comes out, and Dave grew up in Mildura, so Jordan was like, "You can take the boy out of Mildura, but you can't take Mildura out of the boy." Oh, that's awesome! I love it. That's great. I love that Jesus came to seek and save the lost, which starts with us. But then yeah, that line is, and then he says, "Tag, you're it." Yeah. It's like you know, as soon as as soon as we open the door to him, our mission. Um, is to go reach others, yeah. to be disciples who make disciples. And um, b before we move on, I, I just want to, uh, I want to encourage you. Uh, uh, to be honest, I want to implore you today. If you haven't opened the door of your heart to Jesus, he is, he is, uh, he's knocking this morning. He's knocking today. He, he wants relationship with you. And the, the joy that you've seen and that, you know, the overflow of that, that Dave and Ethan just brought comes from that place of having relationship with Jesus, making him the Lord of your life. And so if you're listening today, and now I can say if you're listening back on the podcast, no, because this part is going to be on the podcast, um, it will be. We're going to leave this part in so that people can get saved. <laughs> if you're listening back on the podcast, if you're watching live today, and you want to make Jesus the Lord of your life, mm -hmm. can I ask, would you respond right now? Would you pray yes. this prayer with me yeah. right now? Jesus, just say, Jesus, I want you to be the Lord of my life. I'm sorry. I, I repent for living for myself. I want to live for you. Would you come right now and set me free from sin? Set me free from fear. Set me free from the wrong things I've done. And would you bring your peace into my life? Would your spirit come and fill me right now? Thank you, Lord. We hope you've enjoyed this week's message. If you have any questions or would like more information, please contact us at melbournelightschurch.com.au.